Hey everybody, welcome back to the producers and uh, welcome to Tom Hall's episode. Uh, yeah, we get we finally get Tom on the show. The I think we mentioned him the most in Taylor's episode, almost so much that I had to include him as a guest on that episode. Uh, <laughs> you can find Tom at I Hate Tom Hall on Instagram. Um, and he posts about the shows that his upcoming shows all the time. So check him out. He is super funny. Um, uh, this was, this was a super fun episode, uh, to do with Tom. We get into a food a lot, which is something I don't get to talk about as much, um, like restaurants and stuff. So that was pretty fun. Um, I might describe an episode too. I never do this. Uh, plugs, RVA comedy, check them out on, that's the website. That's the social media. Uh, check out the network RVA podcast. That's the no. That's the rvapodcast.org. It's, that's the dot org. That's the handle. That's the hashtag. Um, check out Kimberly's podcast. Almost nothing going very strong. Uh, she's fucking crushing it right now. It's crazy. Um, not crazy that she's crushing it. Just really cool that it's happening. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to qualify on my own intro. It's fine. Uh, okay, cool. Well, we'll get it right into the episode. Uh, here's Tom, everybody. I'm not loving you the way I wanted to. What I had to do, had to run from you. I'm in love with you, but the vibe is wrong. And that haunted me all the way home. So you never know, never, never know, never know enough till it's over. System overload, screaming, no, 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 no. I'm not loving you the way I wanted to. See, I wanted you, can't escape me. So I keep it low, keep a secret code, so everybody else don't have to know. Yeah, that's gonna swell. so funny i uh scott brought these on scott brought these and uh the maserati which you're also welcome to if you want to hit up hit that up which is insane uh and i've just been craving i had been when i bought these i had been craving them ever since quarter life or course banquet course banquet yeah i don't know what it is but that's the good stuff it's the good stuff um please would you do the honors of cracking and pouring sure I feel like you got a good even pour. Tom, Tom Hall. First thing I want to ask you right up top, just straight out the gate. What's up with your Instagram name? What do you mean? That was one of the first things I noticed about you. Um, the first time I ever like met you or was aware that you existed was when house teams happened. Uh, I did it. <laughs> good job. Um, no, we fancy. We got glasses. Um, and then... The Instagram, like, mutual follow, because we're in the same, like, group of friends. And your name was, I hate Tom Hall. And I was just like, I wonder what inspired that, if there's a story behind it. I just wanted to know. I don't, there's no story. I, like, I can't remember what my first Instagram handle was, but it was, I just didn't like it. 
and I wanted it. I don't know. I think it was like Tom or whatever. Like Tom, that was my Instagram Tom name. or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, this is dumb. So That's, I just, I don't know. I thought I hate Tom Hall would be. It'd be fun. It'd be cute. I think it's cute. I mean, I see a lot of really fun, cute names, and I'm just like, oh man, that idea must have come so early in life, or that just they got lucky and got the short no no numbers or whatever. I'm always mad I don't I didn't get the original Mustoe on any of my accounts. All of no, them have three Ys. But that's like such a weird last name. Not weird, but like no, it's a weird last name. I'll, I guess it's different. You, you can say that. Oh, by the way, cheers. Oh yeah. I think. Oh, clunk. <laughs> well, my last name is weird, but like, I couldn't. I couldn't get Mustoe at Gmail. I couldn't get Mustoe dot com. I couldn't get Mustoe on Twitter or you know anything like that. Um, Have you emailed Mustoe at Gmail dot com to see what the fuck is up? Who who they are? Are you related? You know, I haven't. I feel like that's that's a, that's crossing a line. I'll do it for you. you I'm not going to do that you, for you. Anyone can. <laughs> anyone can. It's totally legal. Uh, I can't stop anyone from doing it. I don't know what's going to happen, but no, I just got John Mustoey at Gmail. Mm. I used to go by John. Is that weird? No. Three, three, three letter names? Three letter names? Tom, mm-hmm. Tom and John. How similar are Tom and John? For, like, if you took the curve... Off of the J and put it on the N. That's Tom. Tom. Thank you. It's so similar. I was thinking the same shapes and I was like, oh, what do I do? And then you like curve and I'm like, oh, bring it right around. Yeah, dude. It's, it's right there. It was right there in front of us. Damn. Why did it take so long to get you on this show? <laughs> so how's it going? What's up? Uh, it's good. I'm busy. I like it, but I hate it. Yeah. It's, um... The, the, here's a thought I've had, and then I want to hear more about what you think. Um, the idea is like you get busy doing the things you love, and then when you're busy, you're like, I don't have time for the things I love anymore. I am busy doing projects or work. Like I'm working on these yeah, things yeah. instead of just like writing and doing stand up or just doing so whatever it may be. And I'm talking creative in terms, but like you know whatever it is, like it's just you become busy with stuff. You don't have time. I actually have been missing uh, weeks of the show because I've been so busy doing other things. Like I what? haven't had time to schedule people. That's why we're doing a late cast. Oh. Like, uh, you know, uh, team practice or like book club or whatever. Book like, club? Uh, improvised book club. Oh. Ooh. It's a show coming up in May. Cool. Yeah, it's super going to be super fun. Between the covers. Host, uh, directed by Jesse Smalley, friend of the show. When does that start? Uh, May, what is it? So we have a show, actually, the, the, on the day this comes out, this Friday at 10. Ooh. And then we do a four-week 8 p.m. run uh, May 10th through 31st. Very cool. Um, and then the 10 o'clock is Mysterious 5, which is a show I co-direct. With? a uh, friend of the show, Gretchen Glazer. Oh, Gretchen. Yo, I will say well, that's going to be such a good Friday. Those are going to be such good shows. Why? Because you're going to be in both of them? I'm not in, the, I'm not in the other one. I'm just, I've seen like the work that has gone into it by everybody. Um, and it's, it's, it's just, I, I compare it. I don't know. I can't compare because it, it hasn't happened yet. But just like the preparation, I see, I feel like is is indicative of you're putting the work in, but it, it still contributes to doing something you love because of it looks like it from the outside. Okay. Because I'm more of like a, I'm more of like a TA in that practice room. Like in, I, I for what for series five. Oh, okay. Like Gretchen's the director and all that. So like I I see more of like the. Uh, I mostly just get to watch 
And for me, that's like, it's time spent, but it's like, it's fun being busy to wrap it back to wrap it back. Yeah. I don't know what I've been busy with. Just procrastinating, I guess. How does that feel? Bad. All I do is nap. What's wrong with that though? What's wrong with self-indulgence? I'm too good at it. So? I don't, I have, I have like no self-discipline. It's like, if I'm tired, I'm going to take a nap. I'm not going to like push, push, like I'm not going to write this thing I've been wanting to write for a while or like, hmm. I don't know. I guess I, I subscribe too much to the idea that things are meant to happen when they're supposed to happen. So I'm just supposed to nap every day. I mean, how long have you been napping? My whole life, bro. <laughs> you knock out a good power nap, no problem. Don't even need to set an alarm. Dude, my power naps are like an hour and a half. A tight 90 on the power naps. <laughs> Respected. Yeah. I can't nap. I, I tried to nap at lunch today and I couldn't do it. Dude, I, could, I couldn't nap and then go back to work. I always nap after work. Couldn't do that either. I'm, or, too, I'm amped when I get home. I really love like <clears throat> late morning naps, mid morning naps. <laughs> like when you wake up early, like 8.30 ish, that's early to me. That's uh, pretty early. And you have like the day off. That's that's early on a day off. Yeah. And then sure. You, you like go get your car washed or something and then you're home by noon. Ooh, like, you did a, you did a, that's a thing. Yeah. And then you nap at noon? Yeah. Or mm. before noon. 11. 11. Mm. 11 to noon is a great nap. Wake up for lunch. Mm-hmm. Make you turkey sandwich. <laughs> you got the good chips. You got the cheddar and sour cream chips. Ruffles, baby. Wow. Yeah, you, but you didn't know I had a sponsor. <laughs> oh, well, who is it? Say, say their name. <laughs> Ruffles. Cheddar and sour cream. Is that Lay's? No, that's Ruffles. They're their own brand? Ruffles? Well, oh, you mean does Lay's own Ruffles? Yeah. I would believe it. Or maybe like some weird thing where they're... Wise, maybe? With the owl? Have you had those? They're super greasy. Not very good. I don't think I've had them, but I probably have seen them. They're they're like pretty cheap. You should try them. (laughs) I'm down. Sure. (laughs) I'm up for a challenge. Where can we find them? Let's, let's, let's take an adventure. Uh, probably, like, I feel like Kroger would have them. We have to do, we have to do that sometime. I don't know when, but when, when <laughs> <laughs> we got to guess up and get snacks to go get some snacks. Yeah, we're just going to go to every grocery store until we find Wise Potato Chips. I feel like it might be more like a convenience store kind of thing, actually. We start with the Kroger's. Start with the make the day make the day go longer. Skip the Seven Elevens; they aren't going to have them. They got name brand and Seven Eleven brand only. Pretty much, pretty much. That's how they operate. <coughs> this guy knows his Seven Elevens. I know my snacks, but what do you bring in on Slurpee Day? I hate Slurpees. I know you don't like Slurpees. I know man. you do. I've asked you this before. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I only know one person who celebrates National Slurpee Day: Sean Hambright. Nice. <laughs> he gets a regular small one. I'm like, you don't even bring your own like thing. He's like, no. Wait, you're allowed to bring your own <coughs> vessel? <coughs> it's like National Slurpee Day. You bring anything, and they'll fill it up, either for free or at the cost of a regular Slurpee. Anything? Like I get like a like a like a fish tank? Yeah, An aquarium. If you can carry it out, I think I think you might have to. I think that's the rule. Like, I've seen people bring, like, those, like, big, uh, the water jugs that people use for change. 
Like, like those five gallon dudes? Yeah, those are five gallons, five ten gallons. Yeah, yeah. I've seen people like I've seen like pictures of, of people filling that shit up because you can. But who's gonna drink all that Slurpee? Maybe you have a barbecue that day. I don't know. I bet it's in the middle of the summer, so it's gonna melt. Seven Eleven. July eleventh. I wonder if you could hook it up to a keg. <laughs> Just like kegerate. Yeah, Slurpee. <laughs> Slurpee for your party later. Just gotta keep it cold. Yeah, that, that won't be hard. Just get ten dudes, and uh, each of them has a keg. They just kegerate it up, put it in a, a truck, and then you just can feed the whole carnival for the whole weekend. Every flavor. Every flavor. Multiples of flavors. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, they lost so much money that year. Slurries are like a cent and a half to make. <laughs> a large, cost like a large that. one? Is that true? I have no idea. It's probably like five cents. I feel like that's the, this is like the second or third time we've wanted to Google something, but we have resisted. It's We can do it later if we remember. We can. If, it, when we listen to it, we can just... If anybody it. is listening like at work or something and like you Googled it or you now want to, just like email or hit us up on anything. Let us know. Yeah, like text or, us, you know. Remind us of the question because we'll forget. I've already forgotten the other things we've wanted to Google. Uh, oh, yeah. Slurpees. That was the most recent. How much does it cost to make a Slurpee? And who owns uh, Ruffles? Right. Yes. Those are the two. <laughs> Google both of those now if you forgot. It, at, I hate Tom Hall. Hit him over the DM. You can email me too. Uh, that's thomas.mason.hall at gmail.com. I got, I got to put that on my list of my middle names. No, I already have you, that on. You, you put it on there I uh, did. Friday night, I think. I felt honored. Yeah, oh, that's so nice. Uh, yeah, not everyone makes a list. Only if I know your middle name and you're my friend. And it was mostly Dad's Cologne and people you've never met. Cool. <laughs> so, and then yeah, you. I'm honored to be on that list, definitely. Um, Mason. Did you ever want to go by Mason? For like a brief, like maybe like three-day period i thought about it and i was like that's nah that's really funny i had a three-day period where i considered a new name i wanted to be named max after uh max from a goofy movie (laughs) how old were you (laughs) seven okay maybe a little younger i don't remember all right i thought this was like a couple years ago this was a story someone told me (laughs) wait my mom told me She's like, oh, you yeah. don't remember it. Your she's mom like, just yeah. She's like, you made us call you Max for <coughs> like six days, <coughs> three days. I don't remember, but like, <laughs> so you, you can but so you considered like a few years ago. Or no, what? I thought you meant like when you were like. No, when did you consider Mason? <coughs> Probably like in high school. Interesting. Searching like the time when you're searching for your identity, you try on a new name. Yeah, I, like, didn't tell anyone about it. I just, like, ran it through my head, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, because, I, like I said earlier, <coughs> it's funny that we came back to it. I used to go by John. Right, yeah. And I switched around the time I like, joined the theater. <coughs> Why? That was in that thought. Why did you switch? You just... I, uh, I don't know. I think I, I, think I was... Hmm. I don't know if I have a good reason. I think I just felt really confident about it. I had gone by John for at least 10 years. 
Do you like high school and college? Were you ever a Johnny? Only to my godmother. Hmm. Her her late husband, my godfather, was Johnny to her. So she calls me because it's funny. My uh my daycare, everyone called me Tommy when I was like like pre kindergarten. Okay. Everyone called me uh Tommy. But like my parents and family called me Tom. Uh-huh. I don't know where Tommy came from. Do you like Tommy? It's fun. I like nicknames. I just never want to force a nickname on someone because I'm sure they... I mean, if you have that name your whole life, I'm not going to be the first one to call you Tommy. And, like, maybe you don't like that. that I guess that's my thought. I'll, no. I'll call you Tommy. Yeah, feel free. I'll try it on. Just, just Thomas makes me feel weird. Don't call me don't, Thomas. No. Unless you're, like, super mad at me. So if only if I'm mad, so that way you know. Yeah. That Thomas goes- Mason Hall. That's my mom. That's my mom right there. How did you get here, Mrs. Hall? Holly. Holly Hall. Oh, that's such a great name. Sweet woman. I think uh, with a name like that, you'd have to be. I think the moment, like, even if she was, like, a little, like, not sweet, I'm not saying she wasn't, but, like, if she was, the moment she, like, got that last name gone, like, (laughs) instantly a sweet woman. I like that you just let me say your mom might not have, might have been a little bit of an asshole. She might have been. Totally. All moms are. Right? All moms are assholes. My mom's a little All moms have assholes, too. Also true. <laughs> <laughs> just a thought. You like how my eyes, like, widen a little bit? Like, well, like, I digested that for What did he just say? <laughs> that was a good impression of me. I've never heard someone do an impression of me. It'll never happen again. Purely accidental. Wow. No, that was really good. Thank you. <laughs> um, man, we haven't gotten anywhere. No, we've we've talked about a lot of fun stuff. I, uh, that's true. Uh, <laughs> this, it, so, yeah, I think I switched to Jonathan because... I don't know, I think I was in a different place in my life. I didn't feel like a John anymore. I kind of started to disassociate myself from like that point in my life college and all that like mm. I wasn't that person anymore you like yeah you've grown up you've changed you I sh- completely shed that skin I like to think oh like a snake yeah <laughs> I'm molting <laughs> there's feathers everywhere ah or yeah you're a butterfly your, your cocoon is I'm no longer in the cocoon yeah I've evolved <laughs> But I think I think that was kind of the idea was <clears throat> I don't know yeah I, I mean I think I talked about it before but like entering like a maturation period of just wanting to I don't know associate myself with something different it's like whenever you if you change the way you dress or or the way you dress in general what you you think you know all these all these things that represent you is is the decision you've made on how you want to be represented I guess okay yeah and I kind of like. That's a new thought, so I don't know. I don't, I mean, I guess the the idiom of, like, don't judge a book by its cover, but the idea is the book cover is supposed to tell you about the book. I think the idea, the idea behind the idiom What do you, like, the title, or? The art. But what about books? I mean, the the book by its cover thing is you have to read it to really understand it. Right, I get that, but, like, what if, like, I don't know. But the idea is my brain just going into joke mode. But what? no, go let <laughs> no, 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 let no, no, it no. go there. No, let no. it go there. We'll I'm, do for a silly I'm, one. I'm, 
feel like we've been silly, and you're getting deep. Not deep, but yeah, yeah. You don't have to let it go deep. Let it let it scratch the surface. We'll go, we'll go deep after the joke if you want to. I'm not I'm here for it. The joke has come and gone. Well, next time. Next time. Next, next time. time a joke comes in, it's it's coming out. It's coming out. It's gonna whip it out. <laughs> let it happen. Uh, but yeah, I think that's kind of the idea behind Jonathan. Do you, I, but I don't know. I feel like if people started calling you John now. How would you be like, it's Jonathan, or would you be fine with that? That's interesting. Like, if someone I knew, or like someone random. Someone you knew, like someone that, like if I started calling you John instead of Jonathan, or like someone you've met through the theater that you've introduced yourself to as Jonathan. I, I think the idea, I think I'd be, I think I'd be okay with it because it, it would be a representation of how they feel about me, that they know my name is I prefer Jonathan, but they still give me the nickname of John. I don't think any of my friends would worry about it because to them I'm Jonathan. And anybody new who I meet, I don't think I'm worried about them being influenced by somebody else. Right. I don't know what it says about me that, that those are the, where my mind, <laughs> where the thoughts are where my mind go. But other than that, like I don't, I don't think I really care. Really? I don't know. Maybe. What do, you, what, what do you think about not caring? What, what do you think the other option is? Do you think do you think you correct somebody? Me personally, I wouldn't. Um, just because, yeah, I don't. It's a nickname, whatever. Mm-hmm. I um, hmm. but then that that's like if someone I knew just like if you just started calling me Thomas all of a sudden, I wouldn't like that. I'd be like, it's Tom. So that's just like the opposite. So the first time I called you Thomas. You would let it go, and then the second time you're like, "Why are you calling me Thomas? It's Tom." No, the first time you called me Thomas, I'd be like, "Why are you calling me Thomas?" It's just you, you. You would immediately pounce because because it, because it makes you feel uncomfortable. I just I'm, I'm not a Thomas. Fair. I, I I don't like it. It's too. I can I can relate to that on the idea of like the my have a family name that only my family calls me, and I said it to you. Please don't repeat it. <laughs> I know you want to. <laughs> Please don't. Um, not, on the, not on the air. I, I have the power to edit it out. This is about 625, so. <laughs> it's fine. I don't give a shit. Um, but a family name, and I would. I don't mind people knowing about it. I don't care. <coughs> it would really make me uncomfortable if somebody called me that. I give them I give them the first one as like a, okay, all Let's right. See, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Like, I get the joke. And if, like, the second time is, like, super funny, otherwise it's like, please don't. Why Why would it bother you so much? Just... <coughs> mm, I don't know. Do you I, feel like... Like, do you think they would be, like, making fun of you? Would you feel like that? Or are you like, that's, that's a family thing? Like, I think, I think maybe a little bit of both. I think, for me, <coughs> it's completely normal. You know, it's part of my life. I've always been that name. Mm. Uh, but, like, for for someone who doesn't have the context, like, it, it would only think... The, the only justification would be either they're trying to be fun and playful or they're doing it in terms of mock, I guess. I guess those, those are that's where my mind goes. But, like... I think I th- I don't know I just think that to me that that that's super family like sacred almost okay 
there's not many things I'm like super protective over, but like there's That's, a couple of things, and that to me is one because of who who calls me that, right? Like some of the most important people in my life call me that. So to me, it's like no, you don't you don't you don't get to do that. You don't have that privilege. You don't have that privilege. Yeah. If you ever get married one day, will your yes. I would really prefer that not be a regular thing, but uh, actually, you know what? No, no, at, not I, at all. Well, I try. I tried it on, and I'm like, no, I don't like that. Huh. I don't think there's a situation where they could pull it off. I don't think I'd be mad at them for trying. I wouldn't be mad at them for. What if they tried it and it worked? Then I would be pleasantly surprised because I think finding out you like something is pretty fucking cool yeah <laughs> it's like a really cool feeling <laughs> right um when i when i oh here's a here's a weird thing um i bought my first apple like a week ago computer no fruit fruit <laughs> <laughs> look on your face oh my gosh no, um, I, uh, I had a very weird food upbringing. My family didn't cook a lot, so I wasn't exposed to like a lot is the short of it. And I just started coming. I just started trying new things, but you've never had an apple until recently. I, I've, I've, I've tried an apple before, but I was always, I was always opposed to just the word fruit. Interesting. Yeah. It's super weird. You should listen to Drew's episode. I talk about it a little more right. proof. You haven't listened to your own fucking team. And Drew's going to listen to this. He better. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to. We're gonna listen to them at the same time in the same room, <laughs> on speaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, that's a weird thing. I don't remember where the context was on that. Um, uh, finding out you like things. Oh, and I like apples now. Yeah. So I just like buy apples now. Do you like other fruits? Do you do you and Drew talk about this? Should I listen to that episode? No, no. Okay. I don't remember what we talked about. Cool. <laughs> we brought up weird food things because he gets Starbucks every day. Any excuse to bring that up, Drew? <laughs> what's uh, uh, what's your favorite fruit? Um, oh, interesting. Is that an avocado a fruit? Eh. Avocado. All right. But like, like fruit, like 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 fruit, fruit, like sweet fruit. Um, I buy more cuties than anything. Nice. Uh, I like bananas. I feel like most people see me with a banana. I've seen you with a banana you seen me, recently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you so. think you asked me like, "Is that a banana in your pocket?" It's like a banana peel hanging out of my jacket pocket, like like some kind of freak. I just, <laughs> it, it's a weird thing. I mean, like bananas are hilarious to me. I don't personally like bananas. I love banana pudding. Sure, uh, don't like banana bread, but bananas just don't like. Interesting. Yeah, I love banana bread. Like chocolate chip banana bread. Oh man, there was this real. I have to every time every time this topic comes up, I have to bring it up. There was this cafe in New Orleans that had the best vegan chocolate chip banana bread. If you ever go, I will tell you where to go so you can get it. All right, vegan uh, chocolate chip banana bread. Tight. Yeah, right next to the restaurant that I think is the best food in the world, and has been proven that it is. What is that? One thousand figs. It's a Mediterranean restaurant. Ooh. Oh, it's the best food. Because uh, I told Kale about this, and he went to New Orleans, and then he came on the show and talked about it, and he said that it was the best food he's ever had in his life. Really? 
Yeah, so it's been confirmed. Kale and Lori went and, and confirmed that. So any shout out I can give anyone who listens to this, if you ever go, make a point to just go there for lunch. Like it's good at lunch. I mean, you're probably not gonna have the same experience because I think um, I work there, so I had like that food every day. And I think Kale is just being nice, <laughs> but like it's really good food. If, if you work there and think it was like some of the best food in the world, that's. That's saying something. Well, I think so because I mean, like, you see how it's made, right? You know, this is something you can definitely appreciate. Yeah. Um, I think we talked to I talked to Taylor about this, and I meant to talk to you about this. There's a restaurant here that I feel like has a very similar vibe of just like it's a private owner. The owner is hands on, but like only in the sense of they're working really hard to figure out what fucking tastes good, what they can make that week that tastes good, and like focusing on like. They have a main menu, and then they focus on like a big portion on just like I'm gonna make some specials. Like, what what did I get at the store this week? What can I make? You know what I mean? Like quality restaurants. That's this place. Uptown Deli is a place in Richmond that I think is uh, very similar with sandwiches. Oh yeah, because because that guy, I've had several conversations with him about just like restaurant, like in general, just like talking about like the way he does things and stuff like that. Like, I have such a huge appreciation for, I think anyone who can create like that. But the idea of creating a business. A restaurant, good food. They're one. They're they're one of the people who brought me to like eating more food. Uptown Daily. No, without the pigs. Oh, uh, I worked there for about a year. I want to go there to New Orleans and then to this restaurant. You should go to that restaurant. But there's so many. There's so many great places. Yeah, I feel like New Orleans would overwhelm me. Hmm. I think if you went with. If you if you had somebody there to take the pressure off of trying to figure everything out, you'd be fine. Yeah, I think you could deal with it then. If you had a, if you had a limited scope of what you had to be exposed to, you'd be good. But once you have to consider every possibility, I mean, not just you in general, but I think anyone like that. But I can see it working out. I can just like see the the contrast very clearly with you. <laughs> just like fuck this, and I'm having a good time. Right? Like that Yeah, there's I would never ever go on my own. Absolutely. But like I don't know, this idea of uh <coughs> like what would you what what do you think you want to experience from like New Orleans? Let's just let's just talk about that. Just their food. Mm-hmm. That's like all all I care about. Let's talk about that. Food. Food for you. Food. Food for me. You're I'm a chef. Starving. <laughs> I am also hungry. Uh I I'm a cook. I don't like, I'm not a chef. You're not a chef? I, no. I just feel like that's something that... I just feel like that's like uh, something that's earned. And I don't... You haven't earned it yet? I don't know. That's fine. I feel like I haven't. Okay. Well, I mean, that's the only opinion that matters is yours, right? And God's. <laughs> so you're a cook. <laughs> but like, <clears throat> this is how I know somebody... Because I learned this from Figs. This is how I know somebody is really, is, is, like, we'll, we'll say chef potential. Is like, they read these thick ass, like, cookbooks, like, recipe books and theory books, and, like, just talking about, like, the process of. There's books on ingredients. Mm-hmm. You have a book in your car, Beets? Prune. Prune. You have a book on prunes. Recipes that involve prunes and the prune in general, probably? No, it's a restaurant. And it's their cookbook. 
Oh. Yeah. Okay. And like the story behind it and all that stuff. Well, the book I described exists, but that book sounds also really cool. <laughs> but there are books like that. I've seen them. They're like, maybe they're, maybe they're more focused on like meat and stuff, but like. Yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah. Ingredient specific stuff or. I, and, and so like seeing that, it's like, well, you're studying like the idea, like that's something that you are very passionate about. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it, it's like the one thing I feel like a nerd about. And I don't like to talk about it. You I don't. No, I do like to talk about it, but like, not like in a like. You're not gonna exp- talk I'm to not a like group gonna, of like, people who aren't involved in it. Like, I read the coolest book today. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but like, if, if people ask me about it, then yeah, like I totally want it. But I'm not like gonna offer it up or, or like brag about it. Brag about it. I hate fucking chefs and cooks that like brag about where they work and what they know. It's, it's like it's cool that you know that, but it's awesome. Just be be humble. That's my big thing. Mm, well, then how do I get you to tell me something then, while keeping you humble? I want to know this. I want to know something that I think you can answer this and, and maintain the humbility. Um, I want to know something that you have experienced, learned, read, whatever, however it is, in your um, time in kitchens or whatever. That has really inspired you, like, to do this. Like, what what took it from a, a job or whatever to okay, this is something I care about. Uh, it, I've cooking's like always been in my life, like since I was like six years old, probably. I've like cooked. <clears throat> I like the first thing I remember ever making was a cheesecake for my dad's birthday, and I was like, oh, this is so much fun. Like, doing it with my mom, and I was like, I love this. It's like science and blah, blah, blah. And, like, creating something. And then my grandma used to pick me up from school every day, and then, like, we would go out to eat. And then I just started cooking for her instead of us going out. And then just ever since then, that's just, like, what got me into it. My brother worked at a restaurant when I was in high school and got me a job there. And, like, ever since then, when I was, like, 16 been doing it damn you just probably got right into it too yeah like i pretty much like knew everything knew, knew all like the basics and then had yeah. your way around the kitchen of course knew all the tools knew all the yeah because i used to like, cook everything would always just watch food network and nick at night those were like the two things i watched uh, so, growing up so what were some of like the people who they inspired your style uh alton brown definitely like I've definitely heard that name before. Yeah, he is. He is the dude. Yeah? Yeah. So he's like number one for you? Absolutely. Uh, he had that show Good Eats. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I remember watching that, and that like super got me into it. Because he like, he like breaks everything down like scientifically. Mm-hmm. And it just blew my mind. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I, uh... I love I love that that all that all those fucking worlds collided for you at that specific time. Um, okay, so I guess the idea that I wanted to hit originally, um, what's something? What's a moment in your time in kitchens and around the product uh, that has confirmed like later, like if if you ever had any doubt, like this is proof that I belong. 
in this realm. Like something that I've made in a kitchen or like made something? Made or any, any experience that you've had. Anything that like stands out as like this happened or I did this or whatever this is. Like what's something that cemented like, no, this is it. I'm in the right fucking place. I don't know. <laughs> uh, in like 2000. 12 or 2013 I was in a cookbook and that was pretty cool you were in a cookbook or like one of my recipes was submitted in one I like don't what? remember what it was you don't remember what it was at all no I just my boss came up to me and was like use this ingredient for this cookbook uh, and I'm gonna send it in and I was like what do I make and he was like I don't know and I made like an apple crisp okay so you do remember what it was I remember. I don't remember what the uh, cookbook was. That's fine. But you remember uh, what you made? Yeah, an apple crisp with the. Do you remember what the ingredient was? It was a um, moonshine. It was a. Ooh. So it was a moonshine book. Yeah. It was. What's the local one? Belle Isle. <laughs> I think so. I think it was their cookbook in like 2000. No, that sounds right. That sounds right because I remember they had the festival on there. Yeah. And they had a sponsor. They had like a little VIP section. They, they gave you some moonshine for free. If you had a wristband, get some moonshine. Yeah, I made an apple crisp, and then... They accepted it. Yeah, I like gave my boss the recipe, and it was in there. It was pretty cool. And that was like... I don't know, it was, like, it was a stupid little thing, but it like felt like... Like, a, like your first record coming out if you're an artist, like a musician or something. The first, the first thing that you can like, hold and say, like... Whether or not you held the book, but just the idea of, like... Yeah, like this other, is proof that I am in this field. Yeah, this is proof that some that like I'm good at this yeah. to some degree. Yeah, no, that's super validating. Yeah, that's fucking. I mean, I feel like I can relate with like either like the first episode of this podcast or like uh, the poster from the first live show I did. You know what I mean? Like those things. Those those things that like. So you don't you don't have a copy of it? No. Okay, we're gonna find that. I would love to. One of the restaurants I worked at after that one had that. Had that book? Yeah, and I thought about taking it, but I, I never did. That's very kind of you. We should go back and just at least figure out what it is. <laughs> it is the Belle Isle Moonshine Cookbook. Well, whoever whoever Googled that shit before... Google that. Ah. We we are committing to this no phones thing. I pulled it out before for something I thought... To uh, write my middle name. To, yeah, I thought I was writing your middle name. Um... That seemed worth it. I I wasn't gonna have someone to remind me to do that. But somebody, if you do get, if you listen, you have to do this. Google this cookbook. Is it uh, called the what's the what's the effect called? That's like when there's an emergency, you have to point to someone and say you have to call nine one one. Is it the Mandela? It, it makes. No, I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it like makes them the bystander like effect. Uh, that was called name for it. Sure. So, like, in terms right, of Google this too, <laughs> just to <laughs> confirm, whatever that is, I think I'm right. But like, whoever, if you are listening to this at all, like, you have to take the take the ownership. Like, you have to, whoever you are. <laughs> I hope one person Google's all. We're up to four things. Now. I think we're up to four things. It was uh, was it the bystander effect or not? Ruffles. Slurpee. Uh, Slurpee, and then... The cookbook. The cookbook. We have to figure out what the cookbook is and where we can where we can uh, secure a copy. Um, I kind of want to get a copy for the studio. So you fucking sign it and just be like... Publish Chef Tom Paul. 
gave me this book. And look at him now. Look at him now. He's still doing the same thing. <laughs> I think. I think that. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's. I I never had the passion of doing it, but I I went through a lot of the steps to like do it. Like I came up food running, and then like did prep, and then I like I worked in. Are you familiar familiar with Commander's Palace? No, it's this restaurant in New Orleans. Um, it's notable like Emerald Gassi got to start there or something. Ooh. I did production there, like the on the line. Um, I did I. <laughs> I didn't even get on the line. Well, because well, well, that's when I realized I wasn't passionate about it. I just knew I could do like cutting vegetables and stuff. I was I made the stocks. That's the fun stuff to me. I had fun doing it, just cutting vegetables for six hours yeah. and cleaning for four hours. That's the life, right? Yeah, I like. I hate working on the line. It's fun when it's really busy, but when it's like a slow shift and I have to work the line, I hate it. I worked the line at Figs. And I loved it because I was really good at making falafel. Really? Oh yeah. Was it busy there? Oh yeah. I think there were some nights that we it was like two, three hundred people. Dang. I might be over exaggerating, but it felt. I mean, oh man. I don't know. Also, the the idea of community in a kitchen super important. Confirm. Yeah. I worked with some amazing people at that restaurant and it was such a good time. I think that, I think that's probably one of the reasons why I'm so partial to it. Like one of the best years working of my life for sure. It, it's fun. You just feel like a family. Oh yeah. You feel like they know you and like get you. Yeah. And like no one like gets mad. I mean, we all get mad at each other, but it's all, it's never like longer than a shift. Yeah. Yeah. Or you, you talk about it post shift kind of yeah, thing over a beard and, you get kind of drunk together and everything's fine. Yeah, exactly. Just like a, the, the way a family should work. Just like, yeah, <laughs> friends and family should work. No, I, 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 I think that's that's one of the reasons why I hold the... I still hold an attachment to the service industry in terms of the understanding of the relationship and like how certain back-of-houses work and thinking about my ideal back-of-house and how I had it and like just relating to the experience of someone else is having the experience that is ideal for them. Mm-hmm. And I totally understand it. And I know so much about it. That was actually where I got the idea of, um, hob- the things you love are the things that you spend money on. Like I worked with this guy who was like a chef, like a real chef, mm-hmm. kind of a dick chef. <laughs> and he had like purchased all these like tools, like sharp knives, this, that, everything he could need to do, he had a tool for. I work with a guy like that right now. Exactly. He, this is actually like the first person I've worked with like that. Oh, and I like. I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's awesome, mm-hmm. but it's also. I mean, I don't know. I'll say it. It's a little gaudy. Yep. It's a little oh, gaudy. <laughs> No, just but okay, so so here's here's my justification for it. Here's here's uh, here's the stance I'm taking. Is just like, well, you love it. You want to have the tool. You love the idea of being able to create what you want to create. And sure, it's a little obnoxious that I have arms for my podcast place. I could easily just have a mic on a stand. Oh no, I like this. I like it too. And you know what? He fucking likes having $80 giant metal chopsticks for who the fuck knows why, Ben. 
But you do it and you like it, and I respect it because it makes you happy and you don't even bat an eye when I question, what the fuck are you doing? The guy I work with does have, like, stuff the restaurant doesn't supply. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's... No restaurant has some of the tools he has. Come on. But it, it, it's so nice sometimes because it's like, yeah. oh, I need... Well, now we do have zesters, but, like, before we didn't, and it's like, oh, I can just... He has a zester because he knows he needs one, and he has yeah. his own. No, you're, and he knows the kind he likes. He knows the kind that doesn't bend at the fucking end if you use it a little too hard because he gets like he gets into it. He knows the one with a smooth, uh, kinda, smooth. It doesn't like catch too much. We're talking about microplanes, they're the best. Oh, I, I have. You're talking about the microplanes. Mm-hmm. The uh, I have the thin one. I uh, <sighs> my worst night in the kitchen. <laughs> I cut my finger doing it. You know what I'm talking about. Maybe it's not a microplane. What is it? The, That's uh, a mandolin. The mandolin. Yeah. I don't know why. I just thought I thought a microplane. Um, I cut my finger on it, <laughs> and then I like spent all the time. I was way behind. I spent all the time like, trying to bandage it up, put a glove on, and then I cut my finger again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just like you to appreciate that. <laughs> the worst I've ever... I like was slicing something like on a meat slicer, and was like looked up to say something to someone and just sliced like that part of my thumb off. I can see there's like a little dent. Yeah. Where it didn't like grow back all the way. Yeah. It's cool. It yeah. Hurt. I can imagine. I'm trying to think if but, I had you know, any other work paid for it. Oh really? Yeah. Got some stitches. Cool. Yeah. That works. I um you know what I also remember looking at my hands right now? Also putting them probably rudely in the middle of the table. Uh <laughs> Is I remember coming home and just like I put my hands down and they like kind of like shake a little bit and then they just like like be so cut up from working and it's like little nicks and like little like scrapes or whatever. I never I've never used my hand as hands as much as in a kitchen. Like yeah yeah I mean I guess it makes sense because you're touching food but like I don't know I think it's just it just it's not something something people think about. There's an appreciation for it. Yeah, people appreciate your hands. Yeah, because you never know how much you're going to use them. I feel, I still feel like I'm just like covered in little tiny little scars. I love it. It's so fun. I agree. Well, that's what I'm saying. I like. Did I you, can. Did you ever burn yourself? Oh, so much. What do you hate worse, burning yourself or cutting yourself? <sighs> I would say cutting is worse, only because. If it's bad enough, it just affects you for much longer. Yeah. Like, we worked with, like, a lot of citrus. Ooh. Yeah. A lot of lemons. I would juice a lot of lemons. That's no fun. No fun. Although, you can cover it up with a glove, tough that out for a little bit. That's you're my fine. go-to. So, burn hurts under the glove. Even you worse. Know. It's way worse. Because it's being touched by the glove. So and like, it's like sweaty too and it's just... Ugh. So th- <laughs> theoretically, the, the cut is worse because it's like direct pain. Like, ow, ow, ow. Uh, not as often as opposed to like just like a... When you think about it, like a... Uh, uh, but this is always. This never goes away. Nope. Unless you're like washing your hands in cold water. You're like, sweet relief. For like two seconds. 
because then I'm back on, and you have to like wipe it with the rag. I told you I have rags. I gotta show you my like oh, collection. Yeah, your collection of kitchen rags. Well, I again, that. I have a. I told you I have a serious appreciation for this shit. We talked about it for like 20 minutes, and they're people great. they last forever. They do last forever. They have been through so much, and they're just the, they're just the most convenient. You should help yourself to some of this. That's why it's there. I didn't, I didn't want to reach across. You should always reach across at my table. So uh, we'll do one of my palate cleanser questions. I like to let the energy go and then check it out in a different way. Okay. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out which palate cleanser I want to go with. Let's go since since we've been talking about food so much. What's your ideal breakfast? Oh man. Well, Lan, not ideal. Your typical breakfast. Your actual breakfast. My actual breakfast? Your, well, I forget the term, I, the word I use to describe it. Your daily breakfast? I don't know. Usually, what? I don't know. It always changes. Like, lately it's been peanut butter toast. Okay. I'll just, like, throw some bread in the oven when I get to work and then pull it out when it's toasted and oh. spread peanut butter on it. Oven toasted bread is so no, I love that. I, that's not the first time I've heard starch and peanut butter. Well, I feel like it's such a good breakfast. It's 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 hearty. It's enough to like get you going. I like you get to your do protein. You get your carbs. I like to do bagels. But I had, I, I had I, a bagel this morning. What kind of bagel? Uh, sea salt from Nate's. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I've never been to Nate's. You gotta check that place out, dude. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, interesting. Where's that? Uh. Carrie and Alan. Where's Alan? In the van. Oh, hmm, maybe one of these days. If I'm if I'm early to work, I'll go. Okay. Cause I bike to work, so I can stop by. Nice. Yeah, I think they open at like seven, maybe six. I know they open early as shit. Damn. I guess the breakfast places do. All right, I'm gonna ask my other palate cleanser because I don't want to bring up another palate cleanser. I don't think we need it. Um, what was your first creative moment? Yeah. <laughs> What's the first one you can remember? Um, sitting in my older brother's room, probably, and just like going off, just like started telling a story from the perspective of like a 50 year old man that was like best friends with Michael Jordan. And just, <laughs> I don't know, like, what ha- we, we were like playing Mario Kart or something on Nintendo 64. And just, like, both of my brothers were playing while I just, like, watched during their turn. <clears throat> and I just started talking in this weird, like, old man southern accent about how Michael Jordan was my friend. And did that for, like, five minutes. <laughs> and my brothers were just cracking up. <laughs> and I, like... That sounds so funny. And as far as I know, I'd never done anything like that before. I was probably, like, seven. Oh, my gosh. Seven years old. Doing characters. That's so funny. I want to hear you do that character again. Nah. Mm. It, I'm not going to force it. I'm just saying, like, I would love to hear that. I would, lo- I would love to go back and watch that. That's, that's so funny. Okay, so... Hmm. What was your... What, what, what? Okay, so I asked you about your... Like, what took you from... This is something I have noticed... This is something I'm pa- I think I'm passionate about. What got you there for comedy? 
I just had fun doing it. It was just, like, the first thing I, like, had fun doing besides cooking, I guess. But, like, at that point, cooking was, like, a job. And, like, that's just what I did. So when did like, when did comedy start? Uh, I started stand-up, like, five and a half years ago. Okay. Um, that was, like, your first, like, foray into comedy? Yeah. Because I, like, my a couple of my friends started doing it, and I was like, yeah, I could probably do it. And then I went out and made a bunch of friends, like, doing stand-up, and it was a bunch of fun. Sure. <clears throat> and just, like, I looked forward to doing it. And that was, like, the first thing in my life where I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Because, like, I was never into sports or anything like that. So it was cool. And I, like, felt like I was creating something. Like, like I had always wanted to be in a band, but never put forth the effort. Same. Yeah. So same. And comedy is just, like, especially stand-up, like, you're, 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 you're a one-man band. Like, yeah. you... <clears throat> I don't know. It was just easier for me to, like... Be the only one responsible for you. Yeah. In, in that hobby. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. Well, I think that's one of the... Re- Actually, it's funny, because I, I took a break from stand-up after, like, my last show. It's just, like, I think I need I think I need to take some time away, because I'm, like, I don't, have, I don't have the energy to devote to this one-man band. And, like, I'm the only one who gets to make that call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no, like, team or group or bandmates I have to consult. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I take breaks from stand-up. Yeah, I feel like you have to. Regularly. Yeah. Like, I took, like, a six-month break and just, like, probably a couple months ago started coming back out. I remember. I remember I I actually talked to you about it. Yeah. Now, I'm thinking about taking a break again. (laughs) It's It's too expensive. Going out. Going out to bars for two or three or four hours a night. It's so time consuming. Two or three nights at least a week. It's too much money, too much time. I think I they can't go to a bar and not drink. Of course. I think my goal is going to be like once a week in the summer when things settle down a little bit. Yeah, because you're moving soon, and yeah, I think the thing is that that's something I that's why I feel like I've missed episodes. Because I'm so stressed about moving, and I don't have time to schedule things. And I mean, that's kind of what happens. Like, I might have time, and like, I might have free time, and I'm like, I need this for me. Yeah, I need I need to take a nap. I need to tom haul this shit. <laughs> Speaking of your UCU's reference, did you listen to Taylor's episode? No, Taylor's second episode. We keep like <laughs> you gotta listen to the episode, Tom. You brought up like a thousand times. <laughs> so funny. Oh my goodness. Okay, so why improv? Uh, Blue and Ellie, because they were like they were both doing stand up yeah. more than they are now. Sure. Uh, and like they just kept telling me like you should. You should take improv classes. I was like, yeah, okay, I will. And then I just never did. And then, like, went to Alaska for a little bit. And when I came back, oh, what the fuck? I took, uh, like, I like stopped doing comedy until like three months <laughs> after I came back, and then started doing improv pretty much a month after I started doing stand up again. Hmm. Yeah. It was. Did you, did you, wait, did you ever take classes? Yeah. I okay. did uh, 101 and 201, and then 
sketch. One on one and two on one. Oh yeah, you're you're pretty interested in sketch, right? Yeah, it's fun. I like I like it like more than stand up. It's and it, it it's number one for me. I think. Tell me about that then. I just like doing it. What started it? Was it the class? Yeah. Like man, so you just like started with stand up, got an improv, and then found sketch. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, taking those classes like r- made me realize how much I love writing. Mm-hmm. And, like I write <clears throat> more for sketch than I do stand up. That's right. We found it. We found we found where we need to be. <laughs> yeah. Just li- just like you found where you need to be, we found where we need to be. All right. So what? Do you, so I guess I know you're napping a lot, but like, what do you want to do with that? What's what's like with my naps? <laughs> with the, with your writing, I know. Aren't you and Taylor are planning a show soon? Yeah, um, uh, I don't know how soon. What do you want? Do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about? Oh yeah, we can talk. Do you want to talk about? We can talk about. What about? What's it called? Uh, <laughs> What's it called, Tom? Tom and Taylor's comedy extravaganza, name pending. <laughs> <laughs> and that name will just—that'll be it. That's it. Probably name pending included. I hope so. I expect nothing less. I, um, oh my gosh. Two people who I know who have said to me, I want to write more. I could write more together. It's so great. I, uh, you should definitely listen to their stuff. No, I, I, I need to. Have, have you listened to the show before? Nope. I don't listen to podcasts. That's fine. I don't care. I, like, I listen to Kim's podcast. Uh, last week while I mowed the grass. And it was very relaxing. Yeah? Yeah. And, like, it kind of made me want to listen to more podcasts. But there's just so fucking many of them. And, they're, and as somebody who puts out really long episodes, they're really fucking long. There's a lot. To, there's, you're committing a lot of time. Yeah. A but, lot of the time you don't have. A lot of nap time. But if you're if you're doing something like cutting the grass. Oh, yeah. I feel like road trips, they would be good to listen to, too. Sure. When you're hanging out or, like, I like to do it. Like if I'm taking a morning off to like putts around the house, all right, that's a good time. It's like I put, should I should listen to him at work when I'm like setting up everything. Oh yeah, if you if you have the ability, I don't. I, I think it's a it's like a thing you have to get into though. I think I'd rather do well. I don't know because I just listen to music now mm-hmm. when I'm doing that at work. But I don't know, having like a conversation to like listen to would be cool. Try it out. Let me know how it yeah, goes. Try it out tomorrow. So email the show. Just slide in the DMs. <laughs> slide in your own DMs and let us know what those things are. I'll let you know. we got to find more things for people to Google. <laughs> so the show, is it going to be a sketch show? It's going to, yeah, it's going to include uh, sketch and stand-up. It'll be video sketch and, like, stage sketch. Um, and we have a couple more ideas. Uh-huh. But I don't want to talk about that. Uh, no, you don't. Yeah. yeah, please don't get anything you don't want to, for yeah. sure. Because at the pitch, we, like said the sketch and stand-up and stuff and like storytelling uh, a little bit of improv but more ideas are coming baby yeah absolutely well i mean i don't know i just feel like no one's expecting a straight up stand-up or a sketch group so like you guys have the freedom and the ability to do something that is unexplored which i think is one of my favorite kind of uh, the, the idea, the idea behind the show is supposed to be creativity. So I try to bring it back a little bit. That's one of my favorite ideas of a creative process is just being open to letting this be what it is. 
Yeah, like I don't want to like set any strict guidelines for it. Because, exactly. But I'm not. I want to have a different show every show, but it still be the same show. If that your makes vision sense. is flexible. Yes. Well, I mean, okay. So with your other creative endeavors, including cooking, let's let's lump that in as it should be. Um, how how have you, how have you had like to struggle or battle or experience like flexibility? Because I mean that's not some, I don't think that's something that you're just. I, I think it'd be rare to just understand that that's something that really helps good content. Being flexible with design, yeah. Understanding that you have a vision, but still being open to whoever is dipping their hands in creation. What do you mean exactly? Like I don't. So for uh, for example, I got to do a, I mentioned this before. I got to do a really uh, Aaron Grant let me and a couple other people who were wanted to uh, like a directorial apprentice kind of thing where we got to like sit in on practices and like we got to meet with them afterwards and like talk about different things. And his approach really was like, here's my idea. Here's where we start. I'm not giving you parameters. I'm giving you a starting point. And I want you to take this and let it become what you want it to become. Let your character become what you want to become. Let's let the story become what the story needs to become to be good. Yeah. Here's the starting point. We go from here. Instead of saying, here's the fence. Let's flesh all this out. I feel like there's room for that, but also like in small, I guess in, in, in projects we're more involved in, like that kind of thing. So what's your experience with that? It's going to sound like a joke, but, like, it's art. Like, I don't know. I just feel like do what you want to do and make it work. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean... I mean, I took a, you, you took a lot less time to say what I said. Yeah. You said that very eloquently. Well, I mean, I think... I think that's just a uh, an approach that has yielded better results historically. Yeah. Right? Like, you have a vision for something, and, I don't know, there might not be the perfect way to get to it, but, like, I don't know, I feel like the beauty is just trial and error. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's true of, like... <clears throat> like, with cooking especially, like, I fucking hate, I I love cooking, but I fucking hate cooking, because yeah. how many times I've, like, had this idea for something... And I do it how I think it's going to work, and it doesn't. And then, like, I'm just frustrated with it and want to throw it away. And I'm like, well, let's see. And just, like, keep playing with it, making it work. And if you have to throw it away, whatever. You can still, like, start over and, like, try another way. Do you have a specific example? Mm. And get as food nerdy as you want. We're here for it. Uh, Last week, I (coughs) I was making this... Pesto aioli. Oh, you're making yeah. me hungry. <laughs> and, it was, and I was like super stoked for it because it was like the the last thing I needed, and it just wouldn't come together. Like the, it was just super separated. It looked disgusting, <laughs> and I just couldn't figure it out. And I just took uh, two egg yolks and I blended them like super fucking hard mm-hmm. and I poured the like mixture mayonnaise gross oily mess man mixture in there 
Wait, were you emulsifying it? Yeah, and it oh, worked. Oh, we like, just talked about this. Yeah, and it worked like perfectly. Ooh, and it was awesome. I can't believe that sounds. How much oil was in there? I don't know because I didn't make the pesto, but I could like tell it was kind of fucked. Oh, so you were taking a pesto and making it into an aioli? Yeah, a pesto you had nothing to do with. Yeah, a fucked up pesto. <laughs> Trying to fix it and like I couldn't fix it, and then yeah, this dude was like, "Just put two egg yolks in the blender and like see if that works." And I was like, "God, why didn't I just think of that?" But I don't know. But just being open to suggestion created a whole new thing for you. Yeah. That's so cool. And what sucks, what, what sucks, but is also beautiful about that in terms of art, it's just like, that's why art is so cool because that's the only thing that, that's the only version of that. Yeah. And like, that sucks in terms of food because like, people are going to eat that and that's going to be gone. <laughs> and you don't know how to fucking recreate that shit. No. But you do know... That if you have fucking oily pesto mess using two eggs. Yeah, two eggs. Two egg yolks. Oh, two egg yolks. You just want that fat, baby. Okay, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Damn. But that, that, I guess that's what I'm saying. It's just like, that's why I appreciate flexibility. That's why I appreciate, that's, that's what I really appreciate is the idea of allowing growth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess what's more to say about that? I, uh, I want to know about the decision to go mustache heavy. I think everybody wants to know about that. I just got tired of having a beard. You had a, did you have, did you have a long beard? It was pretty big. Bigger, was, bigger than mine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I just got tired of having it. And I, like, shaved it. And then it was, like, going to grow it out, and then I had a wedding to go to, and I was like, I can't go looking like this. So then I shaved it again, and I liked it. But now I think I'm growing the beard back. I don't know. What do you think? I've, I've, I've wanted to ask someone's opinion, beard or mustache, and I feel like you see me enough. Yeah, I've seen you a lot lately, for yeah. sure. With beard or mustache? My mustache will never go away. I don't think I don't I don't think you ever like need to. I think I think the thing is is you have the freedom to pull off any look you you want to go for. That's so nice. So like, yeah, you could go mustache only. You could go full beard or anywhere in between, baby. Oh, maybe I'll just get. Ooh, I'll just grow out my uh, a, a goatee. Go full go 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 long ass goatee. Get get that shit braided. Gotta braid that. Braid my mustache into my goatee. That's the that's the new goal. Because this whole time I've been thinking in terms of just general mustachery, I was just like, I just want to take a quick like, zoop, zoop, and just like even it out. But also like, why would I do that? It looks so good. Have you always had facial hair, or were you clean shaven for a long time? That's such an. I'm so glad you asked. Because so. I was clean shaven until I moved to Richmond because I couldn't grow. So this, uh, Richmond made you grow a beard. No, I just, I just stopped caring <laughs> or I was, I, uh, well, cause, so, cause let, let me explain a little bit more. So eight years ago I could grow like a tiny little bit just under my chin, like out of, out of high school. Like I couldn't grow anything. I'm Irish, Polish, Italian, and Spanish. <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> so <clears throat> I couldn't grow. I just couldn't do it. And I let it, I kept like trying cause I, I liked the look and I'm like, I think I could pull it off. And, uh, 
I never, I would never like let it go because it always looked bad. And then when I moved to Richmond, I like tried and I didn't know anybody here. So I'm like, I can try a little longer without like yeah. looking like a dumbass or like looking stupid. I don't know, whatever. Like, and it just looked better. I don't know. I just felt like I can pull this off. And that was like, I let it go very long. And I remember shaving because I didn't like the way it looked. But I don't know. I've, I've, I've educated myself more on, on, on facial hair. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's, well, that's kind of the thing. It's like, I don't, I didn't know how it looked to other people. And I thought I looked ridiculous because it was like patchy and I don't know. But like, I don't know what happened. I just let it grow out and now it looks pretty decent like it, it, i can pull it off it works it works i don't know what i did but it works and i'm not i'm not I'm trying not to ask too many questions but like whatever brought me here i'm just like cool i can i can i can do it because I, I feel like i don't like i don't like my clean shaven look as much same i've like i've had a mustache since i was 18 maybe 17 like I've always had hair on my upper lip. Like, That's crazy. We have a good, we have a good beard. It's okay. Well, looking at it, the way it's growing out now, like it looks like it's solid. It's so goddamn curly. So it like just like bushes up and looks. Yeah. Funny. Well, I mean, you, you can kind of see on mine like it's like it wants to go this way. Yeah. And like do you it brush w- it? I do. See, I need I need to do that. I have a brush. I just I, I bought a brush because I'm like. I think this is important. Do you use oils or anything? I well, it came in the set. It came with an oil and like a paste. I don't, I don't do it often, but it's like whenever I think about it, I'm like, why not? Was it? Was, is it Mountaineer brand? I don't remember. I got on Amazon. That's good stuff. Mountaineer. Highly recommend. They're a sponsor. <laughs> Potential sponsor. Come on, guys. Come on. Give us money. Shout out to Taylor's first episode. That was a long time ago. Um, no, I don't know. I, I, it's funny because, yeah, beards are never a thing. Like, nobody in my life had one. I grew up in southern Utah, so, like, nobody had a beard in southern Utah. Right. So, like, it wasn't until around the time I moved to Richmond, or I guess in maybe New Orleans, I started to notice them a little bit more. But all the people in my immediate circle were typically clean-shaven, so I didn't, like, think about it. And I had this, when I worked at Commander's Palace, they made me, like, shave every day. I couldn't, I couldn't come up with any stubble. You were working in the kitchen and they made you do that? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Well, it was, again, it's like a bougie-ass kitchen. Was it open? Open kitchen, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chef's fucking table. Fancy. Add a grand to your tab and they'll make your dinner in front of you, a 10-course meal. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, I don't know. It was always a thing, though. They, they, you know those... Uh, not not a Cambro. What's the... It's the LX. What is it? Lexan. Lexan. You know the big ones? Yeah. Like, huge. They make you carry them like this. Just full to the top of just mixed veg, cut up. Just so you have to carry it like this. Why? For the appearances. Oh, that's so stupid. I had to carry... Um, here was the worst part. We uh, So I did the stocks, right? So we would buy these, like, bu- the bones to, like, cook and then... St- whatever stew or whatever mm-hmm. so we would like put them in like 500 degree ovens like like what are they called convection ovens mm-hmm. and i'd have to carry those like this <laughs> in upstairs three stairs to get to the back room to set them down i didn't always do that but like that's what they wanted crazy i don't like that 
I don't like that either. It's unsafe. It's full of grease. Yeah, and hot as fuck. It's so hot. Oh man, that that made me, I that's how I burn a lot, myself a lot doing that. Like just spilling on like cuz you only have you only have the white rags. Yeah. I mean, granted, I don't own oven mitts because I have those towels. Why would I buy oven? Exactly. I have the towels. Then that's that, all you need. The towels are perfect. But for for this situation, I had to, I would I have to use two, but like if I have to use two, I'm like, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is not something I should be touching. I should have to touch two. What's uh, what's your most triumphant kitchen moment? So last week I was making those pesto <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, one restaurant I used to work in, we always had like. We had ice cream du jour and creme brulee du jour, and it was always really fun making. I mean, it was like ice cream of the week and ice cream of the, or creme brulee of the week because we never sold it all in a day. Mm-hmm. But like making that shit was so much fun. Ooh. I made a uh, like s'mores ice cream. That was probably my favorite thing I've ever made because I like made the marshmallows for it and then smoked the cream, so it like tasted like a campfire. It was. It's pretty dope. Damn. That sounds delicious. I don't know if that's my most triumphant, but it's my... One of your most enjoyable? Yeah. That is my favorite thing I've ever done. Oof. That sounds delicious. I haven't had dinner, so I'm starving. (laughs) I had two slices of pizza. I've eaten... No, I did have a bagel today. But I had a pizza. I had pizza for lunch and pizza for dinner. How many pizzas do you think you've eaten in your life? <laughs> and that was the day we lost Tom. <laughs> he just went inside his own head and never came out. Never said another word. 30 years later. <laughs> he, he just shouted a number. <laughs> and died. what about his life? <laughs> <laughs> Some say he relived every bite of every pizza. Some say he just conked out. All 4,379 pizzas. Did you say that that is your guess? I don't know. That seems high. I eat. How many times have you... How many times... Can you count how many times you've eaten a full pizza on your own? I, I would give myself about three to five. Five to seven? I don't know. I feel like I'm in the double digits. It's always a small pizza, though. Like a Domino's pizza. Like a like a medium Domino's pizza. I think a medium Domino's pizza is the uh, minimum. Like, that's you have to eat a medium Domino's pizza or bigger to qualify eating a whole pizza by yourself. Because yeah. a medium Domino's pizza is thick. It's no fucking joke. It is thick. And you always get toppings. You have to get you have to get one topping. Yeah, if you're getting a medium Domino's cheese pizza, it doesn't count. If you're getting cheese pizza for anything other than a large get together, fuck you. <laughs> what a bull! Oh my gosh, fuck you! Like if you're ugh. if you're not getting cheese for people who are picky at a place at, at like a, a gathering where you're picking out the pizza for it, yeah, cheese and pepperoni standards. I get it. Go to it. But if you're if you're at home and you just order a cheese pizza for yourself, it's fine if you're out at a pizzeria or whatever and you just get a cheese slice because it's yeah. way cheaper. That's 
fine. But if you're home alone, it's 11 o'clock and you're ordering a cheese you're pizza. Wearing, you're wearing sweatpants. And you're not getting premium chicken or Canadian bacon. Or even, ooh, bacon. <laughs> bacon. That's all I had to say. Okay, how do you feel about pineapple on pizza? I hate this question because I feel like it's dated, first of all. Sure. But also, how do you feel about pineapple on pizza? Well, as we've established, I have weird eating habits. Oh, yeah! And don't like pineapple. You don't like, like, at all? I don't know the last time I tried it, though, so I think with my new mindset and palate, my new adult palate, I think I might enjoy it or at least eat it. Um... I will say this, ham, the Canadian bacon, is is one of my favorite toppings. Okay. Um, so I would always pick off the pineapple whenever the Hawaiian pizza was an option, because I'm like, fuck y'all, <laughs> I'm eating one of these toppings. And whenever I would accidentally get a pineapple, it would be really gross. Mm. So I'm going to vote not for me, but I'm also going to vote, because I know this is a huge thing. I'm going to let people enjoy what they want to fucking enjoy. I'm a big fan of it, and I don't, I don't, I don't understand why it was ever, like, an internet thing. Like, who started it? Why, yeah, why can't we just have our thing, right? Why can't you just like what you like? Yeah. I, uh, that reminds me of this YouTube video I watched. I watched, I, I talked about this with Sean. I, I watched a lot of weird YouTube videos. I like a lot of weird uh, video essays. And this guy covered Comic Sans. Why is Comic Sans such a hated font? He did a video on what happened to Toy Story, or uh, Toys R Us. And he used Comic Sans. He, it, it's such a weird channel. He goes over businesses and, like, the rise and fall and rise again, or rise and fall, you know, like, of Kmart, of this. And he does, like, really in-depth, like, history, like, look, look at and all that. Interesting. And he did one on Toys R Us, and he used Comic Sans as the font acceptably it's a toy it's a toy brand and he got shit on so much in the comments like that was like the main issue people have with that people video. Like, didn't care about the article so he did a whole video <laughs> about comic sans and it was just like why are people hating so much it's a good font and he went over like what the fuck happened he like he like went to the beginning like why is it a font what happened it's a cool he has a cool video on wingdings too that is a uh, worth watching wingdings i've never understood oh i can explain it if you want Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the idea was um, before, like, clip art was a thing, or like editing your own, like, uh, <clears throat> really cool, like, documents. It was a way to just have uh, symbols as a font, so you didn't have to like, because there was no way to have symbols. Okay. Um, so like the all like the flower, excuse me, the flowery stuff and whatever um, could be combined to make like ornate designs on a document. Like as borders and stuff? As borders or like just huh. like fluff, whatever. I mean, the I watched the video on it because like he did the video on Wingdings. So like there was examples on screen. I can't explain them, but just the idea was like, the idea was a way to have symbols built in. Because like whenever I need a symbol, like if I want like a, a phone symbol, I Google phone symbol text and then I copy and paste. But like the idea was well, that didn't exist. So we yeah. have we have it built in. So why don't you just use wingdings? Because I don't want to learn which one it is, and I don't want to like figure out which key it is. Because that means the the keys were not organized in any way either. Because I remember um, if you typed in NYC, it was like it was uh, like a plane and an arrow, and then like something that was like 
symbolic of 9-11 or something like that. I, th- I think I heard about that. Yeah, and it was just like, they changed it to I heart. It was like an I symbol, a heart, and then like a building or something <clears throat> after the controversy. But it was just like, we never like set those up. It was just random. Um, I thought that was super cool. I don't know. Huh. I recommend the video. I think I think his YouTube channel is a company man or who knows what it is. But just like look up Wayne Swan. It's fine. Um, where did that start? I have no idea. <laughs> pineapple and pizza. That's what. That's where it started. Pineapple and yeah. pizza. Um, yeah, I don't know why people don't just let people enjoy things. Because people are rude. People are rude. I don't know. I. Uh, I've I've noticed a lot lately that I I focus less on other people in the sense of like people are rude. You focus less on other people in the in the sense of like I don't let other I let people bring me down less. I think because I've recognized that I don't enjoy that, and I think in that realm of just like I'm super comfortable saying I like will let people eat pineapple however they want. That's a tough stance, I know, but like. Someone had to say it. I'm glad it was you. I Let will die on that hill. Lots of people eat pineapple on their pizza. I don't know. Do you like peaches? I haven't had a peach in a while. Peaches are great. I used to eat canned peaches as a kid. And then I worked a peach stand one weekend. Whoa. And I tried one of the peaches. Was it the best thing you've ever had? It's pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Mint chocolate chip. Really? You don't, you, don't, you didn't expect that? No. Why not? What did you think I was going to say? Vanilla. Chocolate. Just because you had like weird eating. I guess mint chocolate chip is pretty pretty standard. Yeah. It's not It's not out there. I like I like this, uh, this circuit questioning because I feel like it really is indicative of how fucking weird I was. <laughs> no, I mean, vanilla... I mean, every candle I buy is usually vanilla. That is my favorite scent. Well, it's the fucking best. You know what you're getting. Yeah. Every and time. It's, it's perfect all year round. I did buy a Christmas candle. What flavor was scent was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> um, I for, it was like cinnamon or something. Cinnamon gingerbread cookies. That sounds nice. That sounds pleasant. It was. It was good for. It was good for the time. It needed to go after a while, though. I don't know. I just can't stand. I'm. I'm super opposed. I've. I have traditionally been super opposed to new things, including new flavors, which I think has been the trend of this episode. Yeah. Every time there's a fucking member of Resident Ghost on the show, there's always a theme to the episode. There's always some kind of like arc. And you Life, end up, life's full circle, Bo. <laughs> you guys. Uh, okay, I want to bring this up on the... You guys... Okay, so this was a big argument for a very long time about the house teams. Um, the first round of house teams. Resident Ghost, Jensen, Rodeo Detective. Uh, about which Harry Potter house each team was. Aren't Dude. we uh, the bad guys? Uh, Slytherin? Slytherin. Didn't someone say that? You said that. I said that to you, and then I realized I wanted to wait to ask you about it. You guys are absolutely Slytherin. Yeah. Nobody has ever disagreed with that. But what do you think the other three are? Because there have been mucho disagreements. 
very many disagreements. I really got to think about this. And I don't want to, like, tell you what anyone else said. I want your opinion to be fully yours. I have to remember all the teams. It's been been six months. Yeah. So it's understandable. But, like, yeah, this argument was mostly popular when those teams were performing. And what's the... So Slytherin, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Ooh. I feel like Detective would be Hufflepuff. Ensign would be Ravenclaw. I mean, Rodeo would be Gryffindor. You only got one right. (laughs) (laughs) There's no right answer. Your answer was super wrong. Okay, then then what is it? Um, So you got Rodeo correct. Rodeo was was absolutely Gryffindor. But Jensen was the best the best representation of Hufflepuff in like a very and I mean that as a compliment uh in Detective was Ravenclaw in my opinion um anyone on Jensen fight three Jensen to be Gryffindor and put one of the other two teams in Hufflepuff uh and the fact that you just said that if any of them still listen or care they'll feel good about it well I don't know how I don't know no one's ever said Jensen and Ravenclaw why, 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 why that grouping? Because that was your second choice. I just feel like they're they're neutral. I don't know. Oh, you view Ravenclaw as neutral? Yeah. Interesting. How do you view them? Um, they're known as like the. Um, they're like the nerds. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't care what. I'm not saying Yin's a bunch <laughs> of fucking nerds. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy this got inside. <laughs> but I don't know. Jensen's a bunch of fucking nerds. That's true. I don't think Dan or Pete or Josh or Gretchen or Michelle or anyone would disagree. I don't think anyone would disagree. <laughs> they want to be Gryffindor. They really want to be Gryffindor. Yeah. They're Hufflepuff. But like in in the best way. In the way that Hufflepuff should be the fun way, yeah, I can. I, Hufflepuff was my favorite team. House, house, yeah, yeah. Um, I always thought Ravenclaw was detective. I guess because like the way we like how influenced by like Gantz and patterns and stuff, like how heavily we played into that. And Gryffindor being rodeo, they were always like so good at like just grounded two person scenes. Yeah, and that just to me was like so apropos. It makes perfect sense to me. I don't know why nobody gets it even six months later. <laughs> I'm just really happy everyone agrees that Resonant goes to Slytherin. Yes. You guys really won out there. Like, no, I don't think there's a, 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 a single way to disagree. There's no, there's no other house you could possibly, you know what? I might be wrong and someone might have called you guys Ravenclaw, but I think I quickly, I corrected them and they agreed. I, I, there, there's like Ravenclaw elements. They can think Elliot's a Ravenclaw. 
Yeah. Or Elliot's a Slytherin, I think. I don't know. I've asked he he cuts my hair. I've asked him about it. We've gotten way off base, Tom. Yeah, I don't even know how we got. I'm not trying to figure it out. We yeah. it, it originates on pineapple on pizza. We've talked a lot about my weird eating habits. Um, what didn't we get to that you wanted to get to? Had, oh, you had nothing right now, but I like had nothing planned. I was, I was an open book, baby. Yeah. Well, what didn't what didn't like what page didn't I get to? We got time. I'm just I'm just checking in. Uh. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like we've talked about talked about food. We talked a lot about food. Talked about talked about comedy, stand up, improv. Hey, we talked a good. We talked. We didn't talk. We didn't go super deep. I mean. I, is there anything deeper in any of those wells that we didn't get to? I teased your show a bit, a bunch. That was pretty much the bulk of that. It hasn't happened yet, so there's not much to talk about. No. Maybe we'll have you and Taylor on for like a, a tree, like a, after that show happens. That'd be fun. I'd enjoy that. I'd like to do more things like that. Have people who put shows on together and talk about, just talk about the show for an hour. Ooh, yeah. We'll do that. You could do that with, You'd start doing it now. Yeah. But I definitely know y'all are going to... I'm going to have y'all on for sure. Because... <laughs> you guys are some of my favorite guests. Taylor um, rules. Taylor does rule. <laughs> Taylor's so cool. Shout out Taylor hey, hey, Taylor, if you're listening, I love you, bud. Oh, that was so nice. That was so nice. Do you think he's going to listen? I hope he listens. I hope he was the person who Googles all those things <laughs> that we had. Taylor, if, if, <laughs> now that it's after all the Google things, if you were the one to Google everything, I'll buy, I'll buy, I'll cook you a steak dinner. I'm not taking it out. You'll come over. We'll have a nice steak dinner. That only is for Taylor. Fair. Fair. Andrew. Oh, he's so lucky. Well, then, if there's nothing else to get to, if there's no more pages in this book for now that we need to explore. I love this cat. Floyd? Yeah. Yeah, he's, is he, like, he's like reaching on you and stuff? No, he's licking his asshole right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not why I love him. Uh, he's just soft and friendly. He's so friendly. Oh, I love him. That's my cat. Pretty boy Floyd Jr. How do you feel about pets? I love him. Do you have a pet of your own? I have a doggie. Uh, his name is Larry. He is eight years old. He's a... Uh, <coughs> I think like I met your dog. He's a pet lab mix. I f- he's the best dude in the whole world. You see a picture. <clears throat> I'll, I'll allow the phone. Oh, right there. Yeah. I woke him up from a nap when I took that picture. <laughs> I was going to ask, what's going on with the eye? <laughs> That's so. Uh, and yeah, my roommate has two dogs too. A little dachshund and then a Great Pyrenees, which is a big motherfucker. <laughs> like one of those horse dogs? Yeah, he's super fluffy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Those things. Is, and I'm assuming a dachshund is a small dog? A little wiener dog. Yeah, that's how I was picturing. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And it, it, I love animals. Really? I don't like birds. That's fair. Only because they scare me. I also don't like snakes. So my theory when it comes to animals, uh, anything with less than two legs and more than four legs, don't trust it. Spiders. Gross. 
Bugs. Most bugs. Gross. Most bugs. Bugs are fine. Spiders are not. Well, I won't kill a spider. I won't kill most bugs. But I don't like them being around me. I don't like bugs being around me either. I'll take them them outside. They weird me out. They're creepy. They're crawly. They're creepy and crawly. They don't... I don't... I can't see their face. They... They... Probably will just bite me and fucking and turn me into a superhero. I'm not, no, I don't have time for that. I don't have. I have a. I have improv practice. <laughs> I have to. I have to be somewhere. I have, I have naps to take, but <laughs> I have naps to take. that's what I was gonna say. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, and then less than two. Is there anything? Fish, Sna- snakes, fish. Ugh. Well, fish are gross. I don't like touching fish. I love fishing though. But every time I go, I wear gloves. Do you like catching or cooking fish? Yeah, it's fine. Do you like eating fish? Some. Like what? What do you, what do you like not like? Uh, I really like white flaky fish. And oh, I I'm guess I so really... hungry. Why did I ask? I don't know. I'm definitely going to go to Wawa on the way home. <laughs> okay, we need to we need to wrap up so we can eat yes. at this point. <laughs> um, uh, but snakes, gross. Don't like them. Spoke like a true Slytherin. Um, well, I'm. I'm. I, I said I didn't know that about you, so I'm glad to know that. Um, cool. I'm glad. See, this is, this is why I poke at the end. I'm like, there's some, there's there's something left. There's a little bit of toothpaste left in this tube. <laughs> <laughs> well, we end the show. We just have the guests say bye and like say goodbye to everybody. Bye, y'all. Keep your love and